Krom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. Okay, so you guys are moving along. You're heading east along this trail. As I said, the the road itself is probably eight or ten feet wide. Uh, it's it's more of a of an ancient game trail than it is like a well used. Uh, road okay. or anything like that. We're just talking about uh, earth that's that's long depressed and forming sort of a groove. You know, if it was to be a heavy rain, this thing would be running with water. Uh, it would be a small stream in its own right. Uh, you're able to head about, I don't know, maybe a kilometer. Uh, at that point, the river is immediately to your uh, to your south and you can you can hear it you can even see it it's it's right there so we're in that bend that's right so, okay yeah so you're you're close to the uh, to the mountain fork that's what uh, that's what you recall Bosch calling this river the mountain fork is is running right close to the road and the northern belt is right there as well so okay. you're at the point where you're sort of being squeezed through you're able to continue past that without any sort of incident uh you continue another kilometer and at that point the road continues to head east but the river takes uh, a southern route around uh a relatively conspicuous a uh, mounded hill, so you can see uh, from where you're at that there's a, a an upslope. I don't know; it probably gets you know fifty or a hundred feet higher than you're currently at uh, to the south and to the north. The forest is sort of uh, receding a little bit, so it's a little bit more open again. Okay. So we're just following the road along. So, Yotus, we could either go north and follow the road, or we could go onto this hill and go go up it and see what we can see. Mm. Yes. Well, <laughs> we were attacked by a weasel cat. That's so that's I feel true. A little leery about going into the woods. Okay, but it seems like the weasel cat uh, was coming from the water into the woods. I I'm not certain. It's that a fair the, point. I think that I think that it saw us and was trying to ambush us. You're a bit of a naturalist. So <laughs> yeah. do you think we should? Yeah, I'm a naturalist for Thor, for <laughs> Perun. Um, I think we should just keep going along the road until we get to the chasm, and if we get there and we're baffled, we'll come back and look. We'll climb this hill. What Fair do you think? Enough to me. Thank okay. you. Yes, I agree. Okay, so you guys are going to keep going along the road. Yeah, we'll follow the road okay. until we get to the chasm. Oh no! <laughs> he's doing things. Yeah, he's looking at his cards. <clears throat> Luke, you're a good dungeon been master. Not this long, but I know that this is a bad sign. Luke is a good dungeon master. He he's he, he really. I is. haven't done it very much. He, no, you time. haven't done it very much. But the games that I've played that have been yours have been really fun. And in the you ran a few Savage Worlds horror campaigns, mm -hmm. and there's one in particular with the the Southern uh, Blues player. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that I really, really loved. I, I, it's it stands out in my mind as one of my favorite tabletop RPGs. He was Narlathotep. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was. Uh, what's the blues? The real life blues guy. Oh, like a uh, like a Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Yeah. So so this guy was essentially Robert Johnson, but he was a he was Narlathotep, a H.P. Uh, Lovecraft character. It, it was so damn cool. Luke played it so well. It was so good. So you guys are continuing to head east and north. And so after you go about a half a kilometer, the road actually 
like breaks off to the north. Uh, and, and from there, the, again, the forest gets confined. But yet, at this point in time, so you're heading sort of northern, the, the forest is condensing on both, both sides of, okay. of the road. And okay. so the map that I drew for y'all that is Faldar's grandpa's recollections doesn't really, uh, present the forest that you see here. Okay. But to this the is east. not just open area. This is actually it's brushy uplands. and brambly. Okay. Yeah. So you can, we've got forest. Is it to the, to the West? Is it sort of more flat or is it? No, highlands? from the West it's going up. Okay. And that the, is the mountains. And to the East it's, it's a little bit more uh, like uh, lower elevation hills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so you're kind of at again a point where there's a squeeze where the forest is on both sides of you and you're a little bit hemmed in. Uh, as you get close, like you're you're moving along, and again there's not anything that's blocking the path, but uh, you guys can clearly smell uh, a strong pungent flavor almost like uh rotten vegetable material as you're coming through this area broccoli is it broccoli (laughs) i hate hate broccoli (sighs) my mom used to make me eat it as a kid (laughs) broccoli okay so does it is it immediately apparent what it is or is it just kind of on the breeze well it's it's something you smell uh have you ever heard the old folk wisdom that if you smell cucumbers, it's maybe a copperhead? I have heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does it smell like copper? Or it does it smell like cucumbers? Does it smell like cucumbers? Okay. This really does smell like uh, what do you what do you call it? Wherever you ha- like your compost pile and you turn mm-hmm. it over, it is really earthy. The okay. smell, uh, and. And that's that's all you can all you can tell at this point. You can't see anything up ahead. Be on your guard, Yotus. I am. My axes are gone. <laughs> I'm Fal- suddenly I'm suddenly Wolverine. Fal- Faldar is like he's like snuffing. He's like he says I I can't I can't smell anything. What else. do your dwar- What do your dwarf eyes see? <laughs> My dwarven nose can't detect shit. <laughs> All right. Well, we just keep walking north because we're just trying to get to this chasm and then we'll figure out which direction yeah. to go. So you get to this you you come around just a little bit further and you can see there's there is uh like a a large sack that's spilled out and there's a lot of uh like vegetables that are sort of spilled out here. Okay. That's weird, this isn't like it? Bad news bears. It seems weird. Let's let's be wary of this. Uh, did you bring investigate? Uh, did you bring a ten foot pole by chance? I have no poles. I don't either. How about fall What, what do we have in our in our sacks though? Uh, I have uh, basically just food. Um, I have a torch, throwing hammer. I have a hammer. Okay, like a regular old. Let's let's have Faldar throw a hammer at it. So it's a range of twenty. Is it twenty feet? Oh yeah, yeah. You guys can easily get within that. Okay, he throws a hammer at the uh, the the, the rotting mass of it. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna say that that's like super easy to hit, okay. right? So we're just gonna do like a a, a dex skill check. If you okay. want to run the, roll that for him, okay. you can. Do you want to roll it? I've been rolling pretty bad tonight. Go for it. No, okay. you, you got the high hand. So three d six. Okay. Oh, I rolled pretty good. Seven. Okay, and that's well under his decks, right? Uh, so you're able to like bang this. It, it's a it's a fairly large sack of of something. It looks like potatoes, right? Uh, and you you hit it, and uh, Faldar hits it, I should say, and there's a little bit of movement inside the sack. And that's pretty scary. <laughs> Is there a goblin in that sack eating the? Terrible potatoes. There's uh, some kind of monster I've never heard. Of. I've never seen a weasel cat before. In all yeah. my days of D and D, I've never fought a weasel cat. Okay, this may be a potato weasel. Uh, some sort of large bug comes <laughs> comes comes scurrying out of this of this potato sack. Oh my god! And okay. it's like right there in the middle of the road. This thing is huge. Uh, so we are twenty feet. Like we got to as close as Faldar would have yeah, felt comfortable sure. throwing the hammer. Okay, yeah. so there's a hammer in the ground. There's the sack. There's potatoes, and there's a 
giant bug. Mm-hmm. There, there is this weird <laughs> this thing. Okay. Colorado potato beetle. Oh my! No, it's more of a. It's like an alligator stag beetle. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> and that thing, that thing is about two feet long. Okay. And it came out. So it's got this weird. Uh, it's got this weird piercing, sucking mouth parts. When you, um, when you when you guys say proboscis, do you say proboscis or proboscis? I tend to say proboscis. Okay. I say proboscis. Okay. Yeah. I do too, but that's I don't know why. The, that's the better way. Okay. So it's got a really long proboscis. proboscis. Yeah. This uh and it and it and it has uh clear crunchy bits all around. It's six legged. This thing is an insect with these these long this long piercing sucking mouth part, but it looks almost like an alligator head. Uh, and headed bug. And it and it sort of shuffles out. Uh, and it starts like fluttering its wings. Does it make an audible sound when it does Yeah, that? oh yeah, that's like an insect insectile hum. Oh crap. It's summoning more Kill it quick. <laughs> Yo, so, just kill it. so at this point, go ahead and roll for initiative. Like okay. we only need one roll for the group, a D6. So a, a D6. Roll it. Roll it, Yotus. A six. Awesome. So you guys go first. Kill it. Uh kill it with fire. Okay. <laughs> so you have this one bug that crawled out of the potato sack, and yes. then uh immediately to to the west, three more scurry out uh, along they make the, the ground. Same, they make the yes, same. Yeah, they sound. they are they are communicating, and it's it's game time. So with that, they're they are like they're set to attack. They're the next up on that. They're exhibiting eusociality. That's right. Yeah these these are eusocial <laughs> stink bugs. Well, uh, is it eusocial? Uh, let's not get into that. Let's kill. <laughs> let's squash these bugs. Yeah. So they are. They are there, but uh, Jodas, you have the uh, the first attack or the first mo- so the I first action. Uh, so what are you attacking with? Because they're you're, twenty, you're feet, 20 away. feet away from from the one that fluttered and walked out of the sack, and then the others are to the oh, south. Did you say? Uh, to the west. So they're okay. they're still about twenty feet away. They're just, okay. You basically have a clump of three, and then the ones that are imme- the one that's immediately ahead of you. Gotcha. All I have are hand axes. Can I do anything? Uh, well, you you could throw one of those hand axes, but it, you would lose it. Uh, or you could just run up to it and hit it. Yes, that's what I want. You, okay, so you're gonna run up like ah, because you're you're a cage fighter, right? That's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> and you've probably fought some pretty weird shit, right? Yes, like absolutely, orangutans. <laughs> so you're charging this thing. So go ahead and take a roll. Take a run at it with a D twenty. Yeah. So you want to take a take a roll D twenty. Did you guys notice we cussed a lot in the last Chromecast? <laughs> I did. I, I felt like I beeped a lot of stuff out. <laughs> I got an 11. Okay, so real quick, let me see here. Uh, Hang on a minute. I'll- yeah, you missed with that with what? that one. Oh, man. Yeah. These things are pretty tough. They've- nah, well, it's... There's so many tables in this book. It's crazy. There's a lot. Do I roll a d6? No, no, wait. Just hold up. Just hold up. Sorry. You're fine. Keep making that bug noise. Yo, this wants to kill. Yeah, no, you, you, you missed this thing. There, it's just what? really, really dexterous. So go ahead. You've got your two axes, though. Go ahead and take another swing. You're a another fighter, D20? right? Yeah, another d20. Eleven again. Okay, yeah, you miss with both of your both of your axes. This thing Damn. is just like it is. It is like ninja fast. Oh my god, I they're going to kill us. Gator bug. Gator bugs are going to kill us. Who's next? Uh, Gustav, help me. So Gustav, it's up to you then. Okay, Gustav, I'm standing a little bit behind. Uh huh. But he must have run forward to the one. You can get there. You can get to him, or you can get to the other group. I don't want to be surrounded, so I'm going to okay. go to the one. Okay. Um. And I will roll. I will. I will try to attack it with my mace. And I will say, "For pattern." And I roll a fourteen. Okay. Yeah, you miss this thing too. Well, it's, I've got a plus one. Okay. So yeah, you still miss it. So Damn. so yeah, you swing at these things, and and there it's it's big, and it's 
it's just like it's not that it's like phasing in and out of physical like the physical world or anything like that it's just really quick it's like mm. it's it's panther fast but it's a bug right it's a I'm, it's just bugs moving. are pretty quick yeah for sure and so that's what it's doing uh faldar Faldar's there, and he's going to go ahead. Cast a spell. And Faldar, he doesn't know any spells. I know, I yeah. wish he did. He just runs up, and, well, you go ahead and roll for him, Josh. No, you, you, you roll, you roll, it's fine. Uh, so he gets a 19, oh, damn. actually, uh, which is good enough to hit this thing. And what's his uh, Warhammer? It's Warhammer. It's a D, 1D6. Okay, so let's see here. And he's got a plus one. Okay, so he does five points of damage. He, like, crunches this thing through its carapace, and you see green ooziness just, like, like boiling yeah. under, underneath. Yeah, so... It's hemolymph is leaking out. That's right. He's hitting it, you know, with a sledgehammer, and you see, like, oozy green stuff underneath there. So he's actually damaged it, and this thing is, this thing is hurting. But at this point... It has its three buddies immediately north. Oh, know, no. And and it. So it's their time to act. Oh, no. Yotus. I, I will see you in Valhalla. <laughs> so the one the one that is on that Faldar hit, the one that y'all are all around, it's going to swing okay. at Faldar. So it misses. Okay. Uh, the three dash up. Like, like they're kind of just flying <laughs> straight for you. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, and so they are going to... You know, there's three of them. They're all going to take a, a hit. So what's your okay. AC, John? Four. Okay. Mine is also four. <laughs> Why okay. are they attacking me? No, one, one, one of one them is going each. for you, one's for me, and one's for Faldar. Yeah. Oh, so they're, okay. they're like a battalion. Like, you hurt our friend. Okay, so they need a 14 to hit Black as Josh. Uh, they Both of them miss that go after y'all. Okay. Uh, the one that's going after Faldar... Uh, this is gonna miss also because it's yeah. You like Faldar, Faldar yeah. has Faldar has an AC that's really well. Actually, no, it's it pretty. Hits. It's pretty good. Faldar has an AC that's three. Uh, this thing actually hits, so it makes contact. Faldar, no, that's her boss. That well, I mean, if he dies, then we're just like, eh, we'll go back. We'll go south. You oh, get to keep the gold. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'll heal him. It's fine. This is why I felt like we needed an, a cleric instead of a fighter. Do you wish I was the dwarf? No, I, he, we've got a dwarf. We needed a fighter. Yeah. You're doing me. good. Okay, so everybody up. make a save versus breath weapon. Breath weapon. Okay, yep, hold yep. on. Hold on. What does that mean? Okay, so look at your saving throws on your character sheet. Uh-huh. And there should be one that says breath or dragon yeah. breath or something. Yeah. And so you've got to roll that number on a D20. So uh-huh. roll that 20-sided dice. And roll under it. And roll under it or over it? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, over it. Yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be pretty tough. Yeah. But I'm that's well okay. Under. Roll high. Hell, yeah. I needed a... I needed a 16, and I got a 16. Sweet. What about you, John? I needed a 15, and I got a 5. Oh, okay. no. So, so uh, we have Jodas, who misses his roll, as well as Faldar. So so both of the we're all in the same cloud, right? Right. Or the same area. Mm-hmm. And I guess I kind of let the cat out of the bag. Basically, this thing emits... Uh, a cloud of corrosive breath that oh my is God. that's it's basically ten foot wide, twenty feet long, ten foot tall. This thing is just, just it's a bombardier up. beetle, kind of, except it's coming out the mouth, okay. <laughs> and it's we're all bunched up here, so it's actually getting everybody. So both John and I failed our save. Uh, so why did we attack the stupid potato? Bag? So John, <laughs> we both take only two damage, and it's not so bad. Uh, yeah, that was two d six. So uh, so we just so, <laughs> so we both lucked is out. It, is it like corrosive or acid or anything? It is. Yeah, it is like corrosive. It's burning your skin, John. <laughs> Yotis, yeah. Yotis, your skin is on fire. Why? <laughs> I am comfortable and clean. <laughs> so now we're back around. So we're back at uh, Yotis. He's. You have the one beetle that I was able to you, that Faldar was able to put a put a sledgehammer through, and it's about halfway dead. And then you have three fresh beetles that are all just like right there. Kill the weak yeah. one, yeah. A question to you, 
Gustav? Yeah. If I have a torch that's lit, can I scare them away with fire, you think? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I'm afraid that if you try to wave the torch, they'll just keep attacking. They'll spray more chemicals and then we'll all catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, that could be bad. So, so I, if I were you, I would I would attack the one that's already been hurt pretty bad. Roll my d20. Yep. This is really fun. I hope people, if we do end up <laughs> releasing this as an episode, I hope people enjoy it. And I hope people oh, play basic D&D. This is fun. It's, I love All right, I'm rolling my d20. Okay. What do I need? Uh, so this thing... You, well, you just got to roll it. You don't know what you need. Yeah. I have a 16. That's pretty good. Uh, you're going to... I think you needed a 17, actually. Oh, no. These Do you have a strength Sorry. bonus? I have a plus two strength bonus. There you go. So what would you roll on your dice? I rolled a 16. So you got an 18. Okay. Well, in that case, you hit. So go ahead and roll damage. Roll a d6? Yep. And add your plus two strength bonus. Yeah, don't to forget to do that. I got three. Plus, or one <laughs> plus two. Three. Okay. Okay. Three. So you're able to smash this thing and you crunch it. Like you catch it in between the proboscis and the, the head and and oozy, oozy bits. Like this thing, it stops moving. It's not really twitching or anything. It just sort of ceases to... To be doing anything, so you yeah. kill one. Now you still have your second weapon in That's your right, hand, I and do. you've been dual wielding. So if you want to like spin right around and take a take an attack at another one, go for it. But you're going to be at that negative four penalty. Yo, tuss, yo, tuss. <laughs> do what? I rolled a twenty. Did I'm, you? I'm chanting your name. Yo, tuss, yo, tuss. <laughs> well, in that case, if you rolled a twenty, that's a natural. That's a, that's a natural hit. We would call that a critical. So you're doing max damage. So what's your X? It's a D six, right? D six. And so uh, plus two for strength. That's right. Okay, so you that's an eight. You like you decapitate another beetle here. Eat it. Like yes, yes, <laughs> Yotas, yes. Gator bug. You are you are quickly earning your keep within this group here. You're you're slaying monsters just like you're being paid to do, dude. This is awesome. Yotas, uh, Yotas is the man. Yes. So so that's uh, that's two of these beetles now. Now there's two more because there were okay. three of them that flew up. Right. Uh, so we're at goose. Off and you have these two beetles and keep in mind the last time this thing went and it blew like a cloud <laughs> of corrosive bug juice all over everybody so be prepped for that okay I'm ready yep. uh, I'll attack one of them because it doesn't matter which one because yep. they both have full hit points that's right so I swing my mace and I cry because I rolled a three. Oh no! Yeah, so you you missed that one. You missed the one that you're that you're swinging at. So so Faldar is there. He's gonna swing at the the other one, and he likewise misses. Uh, so now it's those two just turn. So they are. We are being defeated by the Coleoptera. Uh. So one of them is going to swing. One of them is going to take a, an attack at uh, Gustav, and then the other one's going to take the attack at Faldar. Okay. Gustav's AC is four. Friends. Okay. I will cut their maxilli off. Yeah. So the one that needs to hit you needs to get a 14, and it doesn't. It only gets a two. The one that needs to hit uh, Faldar needs to get a 15. And it does. It, it does. hits that. It hits a 17. Okay, so you guys make the save again. So we need to do save versus breath weapon again. Okay. This is oh, pretty... No. Yeah, all three of us This is again. pretty extensive. This is a pretty tough save. Yeah. What do I roll? Roll a d20. d20 and, and you have to beat your number f under your saving throws, your number for dragon breath. Or breath. <laughs> I didn't do it again. Uh -oh. That's okay. I didn't and do neither it neither did uh, neither did Faldar. So None we all did. are suffering uh, four damage. Whoa! Okay, so we have at this point 
two Beatles, right? Right, two more Beatles, yeah. <laughs> two Beatles, and and they all are, like, it's basically two Beatles and the three uh, PCs are all within this clustered group. We're all around this this rotten sack of potatoes fighting. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and every time they attack, they're going... <laughs> blowing their breath weapon all over everybody uh and so we're back around where it's jodas's attack gustav if i kick the potatoes into the woods will they follow the potatoes? i think they want to kill us yodas what i think they want to kill us i oh. think that that they are no longer interested in the potatoes oh, and that they want only our death i will attack them what do i need to roll just roll your d20 yep 18 plus, plus one two plus two yeah you hit it oh yeah man totally. you're you are a bug killer so yes. go ahead and roll damage for this thing just call me raid <laughs> i got one plus two that's three okay so this thing you're able to you're, again you're attacking with axes here so you're like chopping off limbs you're able to take at least a couple of the things six legs off uh, and so it's got like three egg, three legs on one side and then one leg on the other so it's kind of running circles at this point right it's can't do its tripod motion <laughs> so you have your weapon in your offhand also right hit it again yeah yeah Yotas. So hit it again Yotas. Yotas. I rolled a 19 plus two. Damn. So, dude, you're you're unstoppable. You are a force <laughs> of nature. So go ahead and roll damage. I'm, I'm glad that one of us is <laughs> That's, yeah. damaging me. Plus two. Six. I got a six. Okay. Yes. You, you crunch this one, too. You are, like, single-handedly killing this uh, group of, of bugs while I Gustav and Faldar are, like, <laughs> swinging just, around. We're, we're you're, just you're doing it. Dicking around completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're down to one bug. It's going to actually attack... Uh, at you, uh, Jodas, and and let's see if it actually hits. I can okay. use one of my axes as a shield. What's your armor class? Four. Okay. Is that include your miss. shield bonus from your axe? I don't know what my shield bonus is from my axe. It would be Do plus you? one. So you would. What is your yeah. armor class just from your armor? It's four, right? So four. your AC would yeah. be three. This thing it, it rolled like a nine, so it's not going to hit. Uh, yes. So it misses, and we're back. We're back around. Okay. So, or wait. Yeah, we're back yeah. around. Yeah. Okay. So, one more time. Uh, let's do damage. So, Jodas, you're back up at top. Oh, man. I can't yeah. wait to kill this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 15 plus 2. Okay. 17. So, that's 17. So, that's actually enough to hit. So, roll damage. You guys should be able to take this thing out. I got four. Okay. Two plus two, four. Yep. So, so again, you crunchy crunch crunch. This time you land right into the carapace. So, like, it can't fly anymore, but it still has its six legs. So, Gustav, go ahead and roll. Well, he's got his other axe. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yeah, go ahead one more time then. I rolled a four that time. Okay. So, you swing and miss. Four plus okay. two is six. Yeah. All right. Gustav is questioning whether or not he's adding anything to this party. Uh, and he gets an 11 plus 1, 12. Yeah, so that misses. Damn. And then we have, yeah, man. And Faldar swings with his act or with his hammer too. And we just keep missing. So it's, 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 it's the blunt weapons. Like we're missing, but that the bladed weapon that is hitting is doing its thing. Uh, okay. So it tries to, you know, tries to spit out some of its corrosive battery acid breath isn't able to sort of get it oh, off. Oh, don't, don't we have to make our saving throw then? No, it misses. Okay. It, it missed with its attack. Uh, and so we're back around. So one more time. Uh, Jodas. Yodas. Yodas. to 16. Okay. Yeah, you hit one more time, so go ahead and roll oh. damage. Yes. Yes. Four. Two plus two equals four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so again, crunch down to half. Uh, roll for your hit one more time. Goliotus two plus two four. I oh, no, okay, okay. So Gustav, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> kill this thing right now. Gustav will miss it again, probably. <laughs> Gustav misses. Okay, uh, Faldar <laughs> just rolled a nat twenty following up, so it crunches, nice. uh, and he does another like seven damage with his with his hammer. So Holy it's crap. it's crunch crunch. So this thing. Pfft, 
it's it's gone. Like <laughs> <laughs> it made a funny sound when it died. Yeah. <laughs> so you okay? So set the stage. We have uh, a dwarf. We have a human cleric. And yes. we have a human pit fighter, and the yes. pit fighter is covered with like gle- green bug goop. Yep. Uh, it, how it looks as if you just went to like a slaughterhouse for bugs. How wounded John. are you? Um, I'm down to eighteen. What's your max? Twenty-seven. Okay, I'm gonna cast a cure light wounds on you. Okay. Yeah, you were you were actually hurting pretty good. Yeah, I got covered in caustic acid a couple times. You get six hit points back. Uh, and so, so you're just like, you're nasty, you nasty. Uh, and we're all around this dirty sack of potatoes. Uh, I look in the dirty sack of potatoes. <laughs> What's in it? I turn it inside it's out. It's just like you empty it out and probably 30 or 40 pounds of, of like potatoes that are rotten and just They're like all brown. Rotten yeah. Completely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they just all sort of spill out and. And it's here in the middle of the road, and you have these these bugs that were clearly like chowing down on some fresh produce. Okay, let's continue on to the chasm. Let's go to the chasm. Okay, so y'all are able to continue to head northward. So basically, you get to the point. Both of you make an intelligence roll. Three d six with the difficulty. D6. Yeah. I got an 11. My intelligence is 10. I got a 7. My intelligence is 12. Okay. So both of you realize, and and Faldar sees it too, like you guys are coming along, you're heading north along this path uh, where you had the bug attack. And and basically immediately to to the left-hand side of the road where it's all the forest it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty steep upslope, right? Uh, but you get about a half a kilometer further along, and the road, like the upslope, declines. So it looks as if there's a holler. <coughs> there's a holler that cuts off to the to the left of the road, uh, and y'all y'all continue past that up to this chasm. Okay, so we're at the chasm that's yeah, in the well, road that's what- blocking off. The north part of the road from the south part of the road. So, let me ask this. Is this this look like there used to be a continuous road here and someone, like, destroyed it somehow? Uh, that's a good question. Or or maybe there was an earthquake or something that completely decimated the, the north part of the road and the south part of the road? Well, that certainly could have been the point that could have been possible that there was some sort of earthquake that caused like a giant rift here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would make sense given like all of the various rocky outcrops. There's probably a lot of like small faults that are running through here, but regardless you are coming along and the road is fairly. We're going. Yeah. It's you, you have the Northern belt on that left hand side of the road, but mm-hmm. to the right it quickly becomes very treacherous and rocky. Okay. Uh, and at that point, there is a a point where there should have been uh, some sort of footbridge okay. that, that spanned this chasm, and it is no longer there. You okay. can see the remnants of old rope. There's, in fact, uh, a dead tree that's on the uh, on your side of the road. That maybe was the point where upon uh, like heavy ropes and, and anchoring was in place. There's some ropes that are tied up there. And then on the other side of the road, there's a number of, of trees and anchor points, too, that you see. Okay. So, but it looks like from the in, into the northern belt of the forest, it's pretty accessible. Like more so than it was further yeah, to the south. You saw like here... This basically was a continuous elevation where it was upslope here, upslope here. There's sort of a holler that forms here. Okay. Yeah. So we're at this chasm, and I say, look, I thought that when we got here, we would be able to somehow navigate this. But it looks like maybe we could go up into the northern belt of the forest and circumvent the the chasm. What do you think? What do you think, Yotas? 
I would prefer that. I don't want to climb up and down a chasm. I, does it even look like we could climb up and down? Uh, are you guys walking up to the edge? Yeah, we'll go up to the edge and look down. Okay. Are we like at Red River Gorge or the... Uh, uh, or is it more like, um, you know, like the Grand Canyon or something like that? Oh, no, it's not like that. It's more like Red River Gorge. It is, but it's darker. Like, at this point, mm. you have... The northern belt that's sort of hemmed in, uh, the forest is coming is coming close, and then you have a lot of dead material to the to the right side of the road to that okay. south side of the road. Okay. Uh, so so it's a very it's 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 very dark in this area. But if you come up and you look in, you see bits and pieces of snapped off tops of pine trees that are sort of like you know have fallen down within this ravine with wind throw and whatnot uh and you see you know stacks and and bits and pieces of pine material along the edge it doesn't look like there's been any disturbance here in quite some time uh but it is treacherous you can't jump from one point to the other we're talking about a span of 30 or 40 feet something like that uh at least and and the drop itself you can't see the bottom. Okay. So I picture this. I know you said earlier that we had a horse that we were riding. and mm-hmm. a, Yeah, you a guys horse. are. Yeah. Okay. So, and then we have a pack horse? or, or well, you, have, you have a horse for each of you and then one additional horse. And we haven't talked about who was riding and who was walking. Okay. Uh, but... But y'all could y'all can be riding your pack horses for for ease of travel. Now none of you are like experienced knights or anything like that. But you can you can hop on a horse. Okay. So I was thinking that I was leading the horse, and then yeah. I have my you know my uh, extra rations or mm-hmm. whatever on the horse. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking if we go north into the forest, maybe we can go as far as we can with our pack animals and avoid this, this rolling nonsense to the South and explore the, the forest because we know from our contact back in uh, the keep on the borderlands that there are orcs and goblins in these caves to the Northeast of there. So maybe yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. we're in around about the right place to start looking for such things. And I look at Faldar and say, "Do you want to start looking now in says, the woods, the forest to the north?" He says, "Yeah, I'm. I'm tired of fighting uh, these potato beetles and and long neck weasel cats. I'm ready to to actually find some 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 mines. That's what yeah. that's what we're here for. Uh, but at the same time, if y'all have any suspicions that we need to poke around, we can. What time of the day is it? Uh, that's a good question. At this point, y'all have covered... We'll say it's like... Uh, it is... It's probably mid-afternoon. It's getting okay. dark, actually. It's not getting dark, but y'all cannot reasonably... like get back to with your battles with <laughs> with the long neck cat weasel and with the the potato beetles you can't get back to the keep you know before dark you would you would have to be like jogging to get back there now so we're going to have to make camp either way some something yeah yeah i think okay. it looks that way so what if we go north into the forest explore as far as we can find a defensible point and make camp within the next hour or so and then whatever monsters attack us, I'm looking at you, Luke. Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever monsters attack us, we'll take on. What do you think, Yotas? I concur. Okay, and I say to Keldar or, or Faldar. <laughs> I say to Faldar, look, it looks like to the north. That's where we went to go to find your your caves that you want to mine. So let's go check it out. What do you think? He's he's all for it, you know. Okay. It's it's pretty dark and grim at this like this neck of the woods where y'all are at, but that's what it that's what y'all are here for. So yeah. So I'm fine taking point and So just to be clear, we're going to the left of the road. We're going So here we are on the road where uh-huh. the chasm. Mm-hmm. And we're going left. And we'll go like say we'll walk an hour or so in. Oh, okay. And we'll go yeah, north, yeah. 
and then we'll go west again. So let's let's do this by hour increments. So okay. we'll go hour west and hour north and hour west and hour north and hour okay. west. So so it's sort of stepwise. Yeah. And we'll take the path of least resistance. So uh-huh. if it looks like okay, traveling north will be sort of um too much for us with our pack animals, uh-huh. we'll go north. And if it looks like north is too much, we'll go west. So as as far as we can into this wooded land. Okay. And then we're probably both expecting to set up camp for the night and then the next day start out fresh. Okay. Can I see that graph paper over there? The one that's unmarked? Yeah, just so I can... Let's see. Yeah. So here we have the... Uh, and I didn't do a very that's good okay. job. That's the hex paper. Mm-hmm. And then here is the... Yeah, this is okay. I'm just, like, giving you a rough... I've got a real good buzz right now. (laughs) Let's fight some spiders or something. (laughs) (laughs) Giant spiders. I feel like I I can't even say the word spider. Spiders? Spider. John, as an entomologist, how would you rate the accuracy of the last combat that we just had? There are very few coleopterans that have the mouth parts that were described, but no. if they were weevils, I would accept it. Okay. It was it was a giant stink bug, actually. Stink bugs? Oh, ah, you were in the wrong and... order, sir. Well, he just he said they were potato beetles. That's that's what came out that's, of. The well, mouse. they were. They, he didn't say they were potato beetles. He said that they were really drawn to the potatoes, and one of them was in the sack of <laughs> rotten potatoes. He didn't say anything wrong. We, you and I were the entomologists here who should have diagnosed the correct order, and we did not. We failed, sir. Well, we were too busy trying to chop their heads off. Okay, and that we did. So y'all are able to sort of head head west of the crag, and I know you said you were going sort of in a northwest fashion yeah the, this is basically the path of least resistance what you see so you like the little zaggedy zag mm-hmm. is, is the is the crag you are cut those, west are those uh, contour lines that's exactly okay. right so what you see is a relatively open forest gap that's quite large okay uh and it's heading upslope like basically you found a holler and <laughs> That's you, how they knew, say you knew I would find place. a holler if there yeah. was one. John, Yotus, I think Yotis. we're on the right path. Yes. Our dungeon master is flipping through pages like he is not yet done. Is he going to kill us? I've moved, I, he I've might. Moved past the wandering monsters and into the module itself. Oh, we're in the. <laughs> we're actually in the game now. <laughs> Wait, we were just in the beginning part. Yeah. It takes a while sometimes. Oh. It's okay. Maybe we'll find some goblins and then we'll take a break. So we were basically just at Pewter Gym and now we're heading after Cerulean Gym? John, it's it's different because you were learning how to play. That's true. And so was I. I've never played this before. So really, you and I were both learning at the same time. Luke has a folder that he's printed out. It's like a three-ring binder. I think it is the keep on the borderlines. He seems to be counting something. I hope it's not goblins. So because this, if that's true, he's counted like a dozen. So you enter in to the forest. You go, oh, I don't even know. It's like it's like half a kilometer. It's not it's not far. You don't get going for very long. Uh we're gonna say like you know, 15, 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, and you you get to a, a thin part in the forest. You can see, actually, with this point in time, you're heading westward. The sun's setting in the west. You see sort of a thin spot in the forest that you make for, and it opens up. And as I as I said, it's, it's this holler. You can see uh, exposed sandstone sort of outcrops all around you guys. And, and there are a number of caves like you're sort of here along the northern boundary okay of the holler and there's a couple entrances here it seems that you have indeed found the the so-called caves of chaos and you're you're right at the the foot the foot of them oh my lord we have not talked about the caves of chaos yet no. and i protect at- us <laughs> Perun, protect us. I look at uh, the dwarf who is... <laughs> I've forgotten his name. 
Faldar. I've looked at I looked at Faldar and I say, did you expect this type of p- topography, sir? He he says I don't know I don't know what I was expecting, but this seems like uh, seems like we've hit a, a site with a lot of potential. There's a lot to be had here. So I suggest maybe we spend the night here, uh-huh. and in the morning we go toward the upland. So we go we climb. Okay. In other words, yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds good to Faldar, but he's he's looking to y'all for some guidance. So what say to you, Jotus? Jotus. Let yeah. us camp here and build a mighty campfire, which we will name Jotunheimer. <laughs> and we will gather here to tell mighty stories of the past. It's fairly late in the day, and we've already fought two monsters. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say let's make camp. Okay. So y'all are settling down for the night. Uh, Do you have a nocturnal wandering monster oh, table? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured you did. <laughs> Yotus. Yes. Yotus. Yotus, I, I see that your gaze is downward, but look at me. I am. That is a fine mug you hold. A tankard, even. <laughs> a tankard. And I've built a mighty fire. Let us tell brave stories of years gone by. I can tell the story of the vampire attack. Please tell us. Yeah. <laughs> how did the vampires kill your people? <laughs> I'm waiting for Luke to tell me what. <laughs> tell us, yeah, tell us, yeah. We are now beyond the uh, the last homely hearth, beyond the Black River. Tell us. So y'all are able to get get set up for the night. Do you have anybody <laughs> that's actually? Control. Do you have anybody that's actually keeping watch, or have you said anything like that? I feel like Yotis should go first because I'll keep watch because Gustav is a little drunk. I am prepared with my axes. Okay. So y'all are able to to get settled in for the night. And it, it passes quietly at first, but as you're, uh, you know, it's stillness. Are you guys building a fire or anything? Uh, uh, Gustav would advocate for a fire because he thinks the light of Perun is in the fire. Uh-huh. And that creatures would be fearful of it. I'm always but, up for a but good fire. let's hear from Jotun. Jotas. I'm always up for a good fire. Okay. Faldar says, I I don't know, but but uh you guys seem to think that it's an okay idea, so let's go ahead and do it. Yeah, let's build a fire, a great fire to the to the glory of Perun. Okay, so you guys go ahead and build a fire. The night the night begins. You have your rations. Maybe you picked up something from from Barzan at the uh, at the uh, drunk duck. I think we picked up some meat from that horrible cat that we killed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you've got something from the from the weasel cat. Yeah, I I brought at least a pound of meat from that thing. Okay, so you guys are able to to get some some cat steaks going. Uh, <laughs> you're, you know, you guys are cooking here. Just at Yotus, the, have you ever eaten cat before? I don't the, like predator, but if it's all we got, is yeah, a top um, predator. It's it is in line to be the greatest predator that there ever was. But we killed it. We made steaks from it. <laughs> so so y'all are cooking dinner. At this point, you haven't even set a watch. Uh, you're getting ready. You're getting ready to eat when you start to hear. Like the croaking of, of like what you would think to be little frogs. We set a fire, as you say, and we look around our immediate surroundings, which I would assume are thirty feet by thirty feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys can see sort of the periphery. Well, it's it's worth mentioning here because we haven't talked about it, but Faldar actually has dark vision. Yeah, and, that's and, good. Yeah, in basic D and D, certain types of subterranean types of creatures have the ability to see like an infrared john so elves yeah. and dwarves can see sort of the heat signatures from monsters yeah. or from people that can might elves be out there see dark vision i think they can okay. i think it maybe it's defined in a different way but elves can certainly see they can perceive 
uh, a different way than just normal humans. Yeah, can. well, well, dwarves and goblins definitely can. A lot of those subterranean uh, uh, groups can. So, so in the ca- case of Faldor, he doesn't necessarily need torchlight or firelight to see what's coming towards him. But at least in the case of you, you two, since you're humans, you know you're you're kind of limited by the by the firelight. So what you hear are these croaks and uh, the sounds of rustling pine needles growing ever closer. So you guys actually have time to get ready for what sounds like uh, an army of frogs that are coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> I so, propose dousing the fire. No, no, no. You would not need to be able to see. Oh, okay. You know, we need to be able to see our enemies as they approach us. So I stand up. As the frogs grow to their fever pitch, I feel like I'm using a Mexican or a Hispanic <laughs> accent. Yeah, I don't know what you're going for, but it works. And I say, let us be gone with these frogs. Okay, so so with that, like right as, right as Gustav is saying that, you can see uh, a number of, I don't even know, like basically two foot long uh, polywog sort of tadpoles that actually have like rear appendages but no front appendages and this is what they look like oh my they're terrifying john you will be afraid yeah that's scary yeah they they really are like um oh don't look at the rest of that oh sorry 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 <laughs> they they don't look at the blood monster I'm <laughs> they look like frogs with only the hind limbs present. That's right. Looks and like poly And what's the scale? Are they big? Are yeah, they they're like- they're about two feet. They're like up like knee high, and they are jumping. So they're covering a lot of ground. You know, you heard these these ribbit croaking sounds and these glug glug glug. Uh, and and it's like, I mean, they're covering like five to ten feet within a pounce. Our fire is blazing. Uh-huh. By the way. Okay, so we would have put Faldar as first watch, given that we know he has... Yeah, but you guys are eating cat steaks. Like, right, you haven't yeah, even got to watch No, we yet. haven't slept yet, but we're, we would have put... We would have said, Faldar, you are the first watch, so you should be the, the person who, you know, is, is spending more energy to see what's around us. Yeah, so that is a tale for another day. 